you doing? Hey, good. Thanks, mate. How are you? I tell you, we've had crazy schedules. I mean, I've only been home here probably five days in the last four weeks, and I've got uh, I'm leaving again soon, and then um, I'm shooting a movie for a week, the Ronald Reagan movie, and then I go to Canada to film a direct a movie for two months. So it's kind of all over the place. Okay, are you playing Reagan? I'm no. I Dennis Quaid's Reagan. I play his pastor. How long have you been in Florida for? We moved here about two and a half years ago. That was a conscious decision to leave California? Uh, oh, yeah. We were ready to get out of there a long time ago. We, we've been looking here off and on for probably about seven years. And then uh, we just finally said enough is enough. And we got out of there. We, we kind of started the mass exodus. They've been losing a lot of people. so It's not surprising either. No. Where are you at right now? I'm in Brisbane, Queensland. Yeah. Done a few Comic-Cons there. Lived, in, lived on Bondi Beach for about eight months, long, long before my Hercules years. And obviously shot Hercules seven years in New Zealand. So, New Zealand's unfortunately uh, gone in a bit of a globalist direction as well. They're, they're actually one of the countries. Australia's the only country in the Pacific region that is, isn't signed up to the One Belt, One Road initiative. Wow. New Zealand is. And, and they, you know, they've closed down their country completely, like they're going to hide from a virus. I mean, it's just, it's weird. In my city right now, there are 120 cases of COVID. One person's in hospital. You've got to assume that person's about 108 with 10 comorbidities. And our entire city is locked down, compulsory mask wearing everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I was supposed to come in November. Uh, I was going to do actually Brisbane and and Adelaide, I think, for a Comic-Con show, for an autograph show. And the guy just emailed me just yesterday and said, we got to look at 2022 to see if that's even going to be possible. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I live in Florida. We got the best governor in the country and should be the president of America with DeSantis. And we haven't worn masks here. It's, it's optional. You can wear if you want. But I haven't worn a mask in this state in probably a year. It comes down to left-wing governments, really. I mean, all the sure governments does. in Australia that are left-wing have identified that their voting base sees this as showing strength and power. And we have, in at least in Brisbane, in Queensland, the largest employer of the state is the Queensland state government, which is a left-wing government. So for people, uh, people are actually wanting to be locked down right? You've got half the population that's saying this is an extraordinary, um, uh, an extraordinary attack on liberty and it's going to cost us jobs. We're closing businesses. And the other half are actually willingly complicit with this, encouraging yeah. more because they can sit at home and get paid. Yeah. But have you noticed from the very beginning, this, this virus has become, was very political? Oh, sure. I mean, the whole thing is, uh, look, fear is an amazing weapon, and they're using this at, to, at, to control all our lives. I mean, it's crazy what's going on in America, because I never thought I would see this going on, but um, I could see the slide about 10, 15 years ago, and it's just accelerated on itself. You know, with this insanity of the cancel culture, we're doing the same thing, and we're paying people more to not work than they would at the job they were at before, so there's no motivation to go to work. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to see massive inflation worldwide everywhere. It's just it's it, it, it's so sad that it's on purpose 
And it's so sad that we got half the country here in America, you got 150 million people that are fine with what the government just, you know, taking care of them from cradle to grave. They just don't realize how bad it's going to get from down the road. All you got to look is Venezuela, for instance, um, one of the richest countries in the Southern Hemisphere for a long time. It just took one less than one generation for that to become the one of the poorest countries in all of South America. So it's... Uh, it's, it's pathetic. I mean, I, I look at this stuff and you got to be kidding me. And the airplanes here, you know, everybody's got to wear masks. Everybody's got to, and you, you know, stay six feet apart when you get on the plane, but sit shoulder to shoulder with a guy right there when you're flying for five hours. No, no logic in it all. I think, I think liberalism, I think the left, I think it's a mental disorder. I really do. It's, it's, it's insane what these people are willing to put up and willing to have to live like sheep. They're willing to live like sheep. Yeah. And I think it's been a, a, a gradual process to to get people and to the West in particular to get the West to this stage. I think yeah. that, I mean, my in, my impression from the very beginning, and it hasn't been a popular one from day one, is that uh, initially I believe that it was a, a plain, straightforward bioweapon from China. But then as things started to escalate and I started to see the collective consciousness be suspended in that kind of perpetual fear. I started to think that what this virus really is about is the lockdowns, right? Because if you can lock down Western economies, China doesn't have to put a single boot on the ground. And if if you can actually convince the Western economies to keep doing it, it sort of traps them in this Sure. Circular reasoning. Well, they, they, they call it they call it slowing the spread. It's not slowing the spread. You're just lengthening the spread. Every disease, every virus, whatever it is, has to have herd immunity. We can't hide from that. Sweden did a great job with it. They're doing just fine. Florida's doing pretty well. The average age is still over 80 years old in America that's dying from this. And I'm sure it's the same around the world. And um, it's still, I think, overall a 99.7% chance of recovery if you get it. 997 and we're doing this to the world, we've destroyed 65% of small businesses in America. Done. They won't come back. And uh, you look at you look at the worst states, it's all the blue states. It's all the very far left governor-run states like California, like Washington, like Oregon, like, like um, uh, New York, obviously. You know, I mean, it's it's crazy what we're doing to the world right now. And the world's, we got to start waking up to this and say, this is just stupid. The, vi- um, the flu in America, kills 40,000 people a year, on average, 40,000 people a year. This year, it's amazing. COVID has cured the flu. Only 500 people have died from the flu this year because we're paying hospitals $39,000 for every death of COVID and 19,000 for every case of COVID. So we're in, we're, if you tell me you're gonna pay me $39,000 to lie every time, dude, I'll start lying to you right now so I can raise enough money to do my next movie. So it's it's insane what we're doing and people are buying into it. That's a crazy thing. I mean, there's still people here in Florida that wear masks because they buy into it. I go to the grocery store, I thought my mask on, they walk away from me like I'm the walking dead. But vast majority of the people um, are not wearing masks in this state. We've got people wearing masks in the car driving by themselves. Yeah, it's insanity. I I just went to um, where was I? I was in Mississippi at a, at an appearance event there, and I went into the gym to work out. And this young couple comes in, maybe thirty years old, fit physically fit. They had masks on the whole time they're working out, 
And, you know, if I walked near the woman, she'd scatter from me. I mean, the fear that media has put into people on this thing is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I know plenty of doctors I'm talking to and they're keeping their mouths shut. But to me, they're letting me know, you know, hey, this is what's going on. They got to keep their mouths shut in fear of losing their jobs. That's how that's how ridiculous this thing has become. Yeah, look, you've you've hit the nail on the head and, and taking it back to um, my my theory of the actual virus not being you know, a basic upper respiratory illness. The virus itself is this media fear, right? If you look at what happened in Wuhan, when I go back and review that footage, and even at the time when I was watching it, I was going, you know, because I've, I've always looked at these mass shootings that happen in America and just how quickly the media captures it, how polished it is and how quickly it's disseminated 24 hours a day on the news, next minute that the uh, Democrats come in and they call for gun control, right? Just how I saw similarities of that with with that with Wuhan. You know, if you remember, there were Chinese people collapsing on the street. Um, yeah. They were they were welding people inside their apartments, dragging them out. You know, yeah. Chinese doctors running down the streets in hazmat suits. So we know now that COVID doesn't do that. So clearly, that was not real, but. When that footage was taken and then combined with footage of Italy showing coffins lined up, uh, all of this stuff hit the general public sure. like a tidal wave. And I don't think of, and, and it generated so much fear that I don't think a lot of people have actually released themselves from that fear. Look, I was posting what other doctors were saying about mask wearing. I was posting what other doctors a scientist say about climate change. I post all this stuff. Facebook took me down about two months ago, took away all my followers, just totally blocked me out. I can't even get back on right now. So um, it, it's amazing to me that if you don't follow their narrative, it, 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 that Zuckerberg has more um, control over our First Amendment here in America, freedom of speech, than our government does. I mean, that's what's going on out there right now. And uh, the Democrats love it. They love the fear. They love the anger. They love the destruction. They sit there and support BLM and Antifa. I love Antifa says they're against fascism when they're obviously the fascists. But that's what the left does. They love projection. I mean, we got these idiots at, in Washington, D.C. now saying that the Republicans are the ones that wanted to defund the police, which is absolutely absurd. Of course, they weren't the ones that wanted to do it. But they love to flip everything around. Thomas Jefferson wrote back, during the Constitution years, he wrote the separation of church and state. It's not in the American Constitution, but he talked about keeping the government out of the church. Well, the left have flipped that around over the last 50 years. And now it's become, no, no, he meant it that we were supposed to keep the, the government, uh, the church out of the government, the government out of the church both ways. So it's just pathetic what they've done to this thing right now. And now they're arresting pastors and churches up in, up in Canada. You've probably seen that on TV. I mean, you know, I have, news yeah, as yeah. Well. And it's just, um, but strip clubs are okay. You can have a strip club and a beer. You can open a liquor store, but God forbid you go to church. You can't have that. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. They're, they're going after God right now because the trouble is they think they're God. They don't believe in God, but they think they're God. And they want to, it's all about power. It's all about power and control. And, um, you know, Hollywood kicked me out about 10 years ago because I was so open about being a conservative. And uh, God forbid you be conservative. Hollywood was conservative until the 60s. And then, uh, you know, the hippies, the free love, Vietnam War, all that stuff, everything changed. Uh, rock and roll, the whole thing, it just, it just switched over. But um, 
thank God for independent movies. I'm staying busy doing that and I'm going to keep doing it. You know, so uh, I've got, I've got three movies coming out this summer. So I just told you I'm doing the Reagan movie. I got a movie I'm directing the next left behind movie. Um, and then I got a Western we're shooting in, um, in uh, New Mexico called trailblazers. And it's mostly conservative actors, but we'll, we'll work with liberals. I don't have the same hate and anger towards them that they have towards me. It's just, it's, it's, it's mind boggling how they, you can just melt them down just with a look, you know, they just get, they, they care so much more than the rest of us. That's the thing. They just have such a bigger heart, but behind that heart again, is that anger and hate and violence and destruction. I think a lot of it does have to do with God. And I think a lot of it has to do with, um, with sin as well. I think that they would like to avoid sin and they like to believe that they, they have never sinned and that sin is not a thing, but you know, as we know, sin is something that's, that's etched onto the human heart. So instead of repenting in the way that Christians like you and I have to repent and do repent, they need to find other ways to repent. And I think that they seek these, whether they seek them or they're created for them, these global humanitarian causes like Black Lives Matter and, and climate change are these kind of magic bullets for these left wing uh, maniacs to sort of cleanse their sins. Yeah. Well, this is kind of, we, we got to fight our hands. And here's the thing. They're very well organized with their hate and their anger. They're incredibly organized. And we have to have the same passion they do, but we got to do it without the hate and anger that they do it with. And uh, uh, trust me, we're loaded for bear in this. We, we are Second Amendment people here. You know, my, my two boys, my wife and myself, uh, we hit the shooting range quite often. So um, I, believe in, I believe in protecting your home, but protecting your family. We're not, we're not hunters. We're, we, we're, we like, we're target enthusiasts. We like shooting at targets, but I'm telling you, if it comes down to it, we're going to protect our house. I'll tell you that much. It's interesting that I, a lot of my American friends, uh, you know, have this sort of adoration for Australia and I have it for America. Uh, over time, it's made me appreciate just how important a strong nationalist Christian America is for the yeah. West without america the west is in a lot of trouble and it's in a lot of trouble right now but i see that these democrats are making a lot of mistakes well i'm i think it's on purpose i really do i mean you, you look at trump every single day they attack president trump before he ran for office everybody loved him everybody wanted him on their tv shows the dems loved him, the republicans loved him. there was none but once he chose his side and once he went after it, yeah, he's not the most uh, etiquette-filled guy, but he's a strong business guy, and he did a lot for America. I mean, the number of things he did for this country in that in four years was incredible. And now Biden, who there's no look, I think there's 140 million Americans that are registered to vote, and there was something like 170 million votes, which is impossible. The, the voter fraud was, I mean, we have it every year, and every country probably has it, but America's had it. I've heard about it for decades. And uh, but this time around, it was beyond obvious and beyond blatant. Um, Biden goes up a few times. He actually went out of his basement. There's six people would show up. Trump, wherever he goes, he just had another rally in Ohio. And 30,000 people yeah. showed up. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable what this guy does. Look, I just I just golfed with the guy about four weeks ago. <laughs> so we had a right? great time. Oh, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll pop up a picture and put it up there for you. But it was, it was pretty funny. Well, I met him. We met each other at, at a charity golf event years ago. And uh, but I haven't seen him physically in a long time. But when he was um, when he was running for office, he retweeted me about 
about 10 times because I my Twitter is kind of still up. People can follow me at uh, at K Sorbs, K S O R B S. But uh, there's me with the president right there. If you can just get a look at it, brilliant. It was pretty cool. <laughs> you holding the flag day? Oh yeah, me holding the flag. Do you think he's um he began as someone who liked the idea of Christianity before his presidency and became closer to God throughout that presidency? No question. Yeah. No question about it. No question about it. I mean, he loves America. Look, Obama, Obama doubled black unemployment. Trump had it down to the lowest it's ever been in the history of America. He lowered Hispanic unemployment to the lowest it's ever been in the history of America. Um, uh, he, and that's just the t- you know, tip of the iceberg. He did so many things that were positive to get things going here. There's a reason we want to build the wall in Mexico. Nobody, nobody is taking boats from Key West, Florida to Cuba, all right? It's been coming the other way for decades, since the 1960s. No one's rushing to get into the border down to Mexico. There's reasons for that. And the city now to watch America become the same way all these other countries are becoming. We are now a secular country. We are a socialist country. And it's, and it's getting worse by the days. And we got to keep fighting the good fight because I'll tell you, it's sad to see everything taken away. Um, this whole vaccine thing. I mean, I've talked to doctors. They say, look, they said there's anywhere between 5,000 and 50,000 people in America who died after taking the vaccine, mm-hmm. but the press isn't talking about that. This isn't me saying this. These are, these are doctors I know, and I can't out them because then they'll get in trouble. But these are guys I know at very big hospitals around America. So um, it's amazing how they're able to keep that out of the press, but they'll, they'll go after me for saying something like this. And, you know, uh, it's, uh, we, we are turning, we're looking at Germany in 1935 right now. And uh, people are just falling into it. And, and so many people, if we keep going on this road, these are the people, the ones that are in love with the, the mask right now, they're going to go, wait a minute. Wow, was I ever wrong? And yeah, they are ever wrong. And some of them are waking up now, but not that many. There's still a lot of people, there's crazy people out there that are buying into every single thing that's out there. It's like global warming. Um, I've done some study on that stuff too. And I look at the top three maps that are out there from people that believe in global warming as a top scientist. In 100 years, the average temperature in, America, in the world has gone up one degree. One degree. But let's spend trillions of dollars. And they're using that as a weapon, fears as well, to get people all freaked out. So it's all very anti human, this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Bill Gates was a guy that said, uh, you know, he's been talking, you can go online and look at him for the last 10, 15 years. He talks constantly about uh, the world's overpopulated. Now, America is a big place. I've flown over America many times. I look down. There's a lot of empty space still around this country. There's still a lot of empty space. But he's the one that says we need to do something. We need to do it right away because there's too many people. And then here we are today. And he's going, hey, I got a vaccine that wants to save your life. Okay. All right, Bill. You know, and everybody believes this. The great Oz Fauci, you know, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. And uh, I, I think uh, it's so evil what they're doing. They used our taxpayers' dollars to pay for the um, vaccine, so-called magic vaccine, and yet he's getting paid from that directly from those sales. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, I think people are waking up, though, Kevin. Look, and I think a lot of it has to do uh, with with Trump. Just the resilience of that man is yeah. incredible. What he's done for, you know, it's the old. People who choose to pay attention to what he says and how he says it, in my opinion, are living far too comfortably. You know, it's a result of decadence to not sure. be able to see the actual work that that man has done for Western culture. 
simply by a lot of it is rhetoric. But the press didn't want to talk about it, did no. they? They didn't want to get it out there. Not even I mean, the toughest question they lobbed at Joe Biden is what flavor ice cream do you like? You know, and you got Kamala Harris that when she was running for the presidential primary, the Democratic side, she was the first of the 12 to get booted off the stage. 98% of Democrats didn't want her. And now she's a breath away from becoming the first female president of America. I have no problem with a female president, but let's get one in there. It's got, got the, the guts and the, and the kahunas to handle the job and smart enough to do it. You throw a half, half semi-difficult question at her, she just laughs nervously and doesn't answer it. That's what politicians are great at. They never answer the questions. Trump 2024. I see it happening to you. I, yeah, I do. But I, I look at DeSantis, our Florida governor, too. He's very well beloved people. He's a rock star in our state. Um, I think what would be great is to have Trump run again, have him be vice president. Trump gets his last four years and DeSantis takes over for the next eight. So I think that'd be great. By the way, I want to send people to Sorbos.org. That's Sorbos.org. A lot of information on there. Let you know what's happening. Let you know what's going on and things upcoming. And um, there's good things coming, guys. Trust me, there's good things coming. I'm fighting back with good movies. So do check out Against the Tide. It's a, it's a wonderful uh, educational look. And also Before the Wrath. Check out beforetherath.com. It's a, it's a documentary that I narrated. It's on the book Revelation. And it's really educational. And it's really cool. It was number one on Amazon for about five months in this past year. So Before the Wrath. Thanks a lot for your time, Kevin. Have a great day, All mate. Right, buddy. Take care. We'll do it again next time. Cheers, mate. Bye. Cheers. Ciao. Hey, it's Kevin Sorbo here. And lucky you, you're watching The Modern Conservative. Wake up, people. Wake up.